Welcome to the Mean Green Show. Welcome to the Mean Green Show. What is up, my people? It's another day, and I get to breathe. And you're breathing if you can hear me. So we're going to celebrate this thing, right? Hey, man, I'm super excited um, about today's topic. Today, I'm, I'm by myself. I don't know the last time I did a podcast by myself, but I'm, um, I'm a little lonely, but we'll get through it. So shout out to everybody that has been on the podcast show with me on my Facebook. I'm going to pull it up as I, as I talk. Um, I put one day who you guys love to see on a podcast with your boy that's from the Mean Green family. Uh, a couple of names that were mentioned, and I'm going to go ahead and repeat some of the names or all of the names that was mentioned. Um, first person that you guys said, Chastity. Got to hit you up, Chastity. I'm also text you because I know you want to work on the uh, social work, a, 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 a social work month for your job. It's going to be incredible. Love to partner with you guys. Uh, Allison said, uh, what are you looking to do? But her emoji raised her hand, so I have to hit emoji up. Emily, you ready for this, girl? Are, are you ready? Are you ready for the Mean Green Show? My boy Sean has uh, nominated his wife, Mary. So, Mary, I don't know if you've been nominated, but come on. Bree, what up, girl? And then my girl, Sarah, tagged her sister. So, I believe, I believe, I believe... She wants her sister to do it. And my girl Jay, I, I, I got to hit my girl Jay up. She's down. And then um, Katasha. I would love to have Katasha on here. Um, so, yeah, I'll work on getting somebody else in here with me. But today, man, uh, I'm hoping that I catch you at the right time. I have my Facebook peeps on for the very beginning of this podcast. They're going to list some fears that they deal with. Um, it can be your biggest fear or deepest fear. Or it can be just a fear that you deal with or dealt with. Um, I think one of my biggest fears that I had when I was growing up, uh, if I was to explain the story, I was in high school and, um, you know, academically, when I selected electives I know you're supposed to choose electives that that sparked your interest I know you're supposed to choose electives that maybe potentially you'll want to get into one day and maybe find a career in it I didn't pick my electives off that I, I when I when I sat down with my counselor I picked the electives that I thought had the best looking girls in class. Yeah, I said it, I said it. I wanted to be in the class with all the hot honeys. Yes, that's mean green for you. Um, you know, one of the classes that I chose was uh, speech. I don't know if it was a prereq, but I chose it. And um, the cool thing about that speech class, it did have all the hot honeys in it. There were some hot girls in that class, right? And you know how high school boys feel. Like, like they crazy over girls at that time. 
But what I didn't take into consideration was if you was to Google, and I don't think you had access to, like, Internet the way we have it now. You had to, like, dial up at that time. But if you was to Google at that time what was one of the top fears in the world, guess what it was? Public speaking. So not only was I in a class with girls that I, I had, you know, these major crush on, you know, I was crushing on them. I liked them. I was digging them. Not only did I take that class and they were in there, but now I had to speak in front of them. Like, somebody should have set your boy down and was like, look, I know so and so, you know, I, I get it. She's going to be in there, such and such. I almost said her name. I know she's going to be in there, or I know they are going to be in there, but you know one of the toughest fears in the world and in, in, in everybody's life is public speaking and guess what you're gonna have to speak in front of the girls you have crushes on oh why didn't somebody tell your boy i remember one time we were able to speak about someone that you looked up to and the person that i chose was uh, i think it was i think it was magic johnson you know, I, I admire Magic Johnson as an athlete, but also it, I admire the adversity that he overcame with, you know, being um, being diagnosed with HIV AIDS and how at that time everybody ruled him out to die. And not only did he die, excuse me, godly, not only didn't he die, but he came back and returned to the NBA. And, and my junior and senior season, that's Jason walking in, my junior and season junior season of my high school career i'm calling it career um yeah he came back to the nba that year and i digged it so i remember getting in front of the classroom and trying to speak and the words just did not come out the way that i planned it and the girls that i liked they laughed at me they made fun of me goodness so we're talking about our subject title today what is your deepest fear and does it deserve you? Like, to me, honestly, at that time, at that place, public speaking was terrifying, right? And I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who who's dealt with this or deals with this. But public speaking can be terrifying, right? And in speech class, this is the class that they're trying to teach you and mold you to how to communicate in front of a mass amount of people. So... If you remind, if I can remind you, taking this class wasn't the preference because it was something that I was interested in. I took the class because I was interested in the honeys that was taking the class. But I believe everything happens for a reason. And I was able to overcome that fear by honestly going to church. Um, I'm a part of a very, very small church. And one of the things that was intimidating to me growing up was praying or saying anything in front of a church because I didn't want to say the wrong thing. I didn't want to offend someone. I didn't want to misquote anything. And the thing that helped me was when I was on that platform to speak, I understood at one moment I made a huge mistake. I think I I think I quoted a Bible scripture wrong and it, and it wasn't correct. And then after I remember regretting getting on that stage and platform and, and saying the scripture wrong. And then to me, the thing that really helped me was I, I noticed right then and there, I'm not perfect. 
And everybody that took that stage that I took, they made mistakes. And everybody that have spoke in front of a mass amount of people, I'm pretty sure something was said or done at one point that that made them not perfect. And when I received that and perceived that, I made better decisions in front of people when I had to speak. And now, if I would have never conquered that, where would I be today? Where Just think about that. Where would Mean Green be today if he didn't do well at communicating in front of a mass amount of people? Again, today's subject title is, what is your deepest fear and does it own you? Like, think about that. Does Does your fear own you and does it does it deserve you? So I got my Facebook peeps on. Um, my boy Nick, what's up, bro? My girl Ms. Langston, Ms. Walker, Omar, what up? My girl P, Sandra, everybody's on. Look, I want you guys to be all in with me. Like, have anybody ever dealt with fear? And what is your fear right now? Uh, I'm pretty sure we all deal with something. I don't believe anybody's just so fearless that they don't deal with any fears. So my biggest fear right now is actually snakes. I don't, I, your boy just, no. I don't do snakes, period. I don't do snakes. The other day, we actually had a snake in our garage, and it was dead. It, it was in the corner. We, you know, we have the people that come out and put traps up and spray your house and put things around your house to, uh, you know, protect your house. I believe we go with Safeguard or some company like that. Anywho, uh, it was like a, it was a long, skinny snake. It might have been about a foot, a foot and a half. And I seen it in the corner of our garage, and it was stuck on this thing, and it didn't move. And I looked at it for day one and two and three. And after two to three weeks, Tina and I noticed it, it, it was a dead snake. So one day I had built up the courage. I was cleaning up the garage, and I was trying to sweep the corner. And I was like, I'm going to pick this snake up, and I'm going to throw it outside, and I'm going to put it in the trash can. Like, it's dead. What? That broomstick touched that snake, and that snake moved like an inch. I was like, no, nah, I'm tripping. And then the head lifted up, and I was like, oh, hell no. So right then at that moment, man, um, your boy, like I'm 6'3", 200 pounds, right? I've been doing beast class, maniac class. Like your boy, your boy, all right. You know what I did? I went right into my house calmly and told Tina it was a snake, and she needed to do something about it, right? Like all, all my tough man cred has just literally ran out the window, but... Um, the reason why I said that, it, there's no happy ending to that. Like, my wife and her mom end up getting the snake out of the garage. But the reason why I'm saying that, it, it goes to my second point that I have for you today. But right now, my fear of snakes, that fear, like that snake, it owns me right now. And I think that relates to some of us because some of us have a fear of fitness some of us have a fear of eating healthy. Some of us may have a fear of marriage. Some of us may have a fear of being a parent. Some of us may have a fear of going back to school. Some of us may have a fear of being positive. Somebody may be dealing with uh, regrets or forgiving somebody. So many of us have a fear that we deal with. And the question that I have, part B of the subject title is, does your fear deserve you? You know what, my my fear of snakes, like snakes don't deserve me. At some point, I'm just going to have to overcome it. But there are three things I want to quickly go over as we uh, wrap, wrap up today's podcast. Um, point number one, I think it's really important that we discuss as I think of 
the story that I told you, overcoming the fear of public speaking, point number one, where would you be in life if fear didn't exist, right? So as my girl, Miss Patel, what's up, girl? My boy Roy's online on Facebook. Like, I'm asking you guys that are on Facebook, like, where, where would you be right now if fear didn't exist, right? And I'm actually going to get off Facebook because if y'all are not following us on the Mean Green Show, you should. Um, so, again, it's really important that um, we face our fears, right? If you think of the story of me not overcoming fear, I would never, ever, ever probably host group training classes if what? If I was fearful of speaking in front of mass amount of people. Some of you, a lot of you have been to my classes before. Maybe you've seen me at an event before and I was leading a marathon for the city or whatever, my classes can range, you know, anywhere between 10 to 15, up to 30 to 40, 45 people. What if I couldn't communicate or what if I was so terrified, would the brand Mean Green even be existed? You know, like, would it, would it really exist if I was terrified of public speaking? Like, where would you be if fear didn't exist is the question. So let's use a couple of different examples. If I have someone that is, they're so terrified of, of losing weight, right? And I, I know some of you may be like, how can you be terrified of losing weight? There's a lot of things you have to do to lose weight. I believe that's honestly is one of the most challenging things to do is to lose weight. And if when losing weight, you have to eat healthier, you have to eat cleaner, you have to move more than you move, you have to do it consistently and not give up. And that's a fear for a lot of people, right? If, if, if you have a huge fear of, of commitment, how difficult is it gonna be to, to do something for six months or eight months or two years because you have such a big challenge in being terrified with commitment? So one of the things that helped me overcome fear of public speaking, and I believe it would be the one thing that helped me overcome the fear of snakes is that where would I be if that fear didn't exist, right? So public speaking, you know, I've had great opportunities to be able to lead groups of fitness and, and empower people, and I love it. It's a passion in me that I, I would have never found if I never overcame public speaking and the fear of it, right? So just think of the windows that it could potentially have opened for us, right? Not just training, but the people that have booked me to come speak to their faculty or to their staff or to their organization to the to empower them about the importance of health or even for the companies that brought us out to speak about empowerment of just living and not just existing right think of the amount of lives that potentially could have been changed all because i was able to explain deliver empower and give my opinion on why you should live and not just exist but that would have never happened if I would have never overcame the fear of public speaking in high school. I'm asking you now, where would you be if that fear didn't exist? I want you to think of your fear and put it literally in a ball. Just imagine a, imagine a balloon, better yet, and install your fear into that balloon. And then get rid of it. Think about that. If you can just get rid of it the way that a balloon will float away from whatever you're dealing with, that would be freaking incredible. 
They would. Think about it. If that fear was not there, what would you achieve? If, if that fear wasn't there, that would not that that would not be something that you can just think about it. I want you to really grasp the imagination of the fear that you're dealing with, that it floats away like air in a balloon does. And then when it's not there, what can you achieve? So again, we, we talked about my public speaking fear. We used the example of someone that wants to lose weight. If you can just overcome the fear of commitment or whatever your fear is when it comes to weight loss, if that fear is conquered, guess what? Your dreams become a reality. All right. Number two, the fear of snakes is really real for me. Part of it is because snakes can be dangerous. If a snake bites your boy and it has poison in it, like it can take your boy out. But it's not just the because there are things that are dangerous, but I have no fear when it comes to that. Right. Like um, a guy that is twice, you know, twice as muscular than me and faster and stronger than me like they can be potentially dangerous to me if we got into a fist-to-fist combat fight but i'm not scared and terrified of someone that's bigger than me i'm not i'm not saying that's smart or not but i'm not terrified but i'm terrified of snakes right um we can go on and on about things that are can potentially be dangerous but we're not fearful from of them like Flying in an airplane or driving in a car can be something that you're fearful about, but that don't mean you don't do it, right? So my point number two is it's either you or them, and you have to put your 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 fear in that type of platform. Like with the snake, even though that snake I thought that was dead, it was actually alive. I had Tina and my mother-in-law in the house, so they took care of it because they my goons, right? They they my bodyguards. They 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 got you, boy. No, I'm kidding. But if that snake was, you know, there, and I had the green beans, if I had my sons next to me, and it was either that snake, or it was my sons. Oh, that fear is about to. Oh, yeah, that that fear is, it, it has to go. It's not welcome no more then. And I think until we get to a place of desperation. That fear will continue to haunt us because we haven't came to that place, either you or either me. And just think about it. I'm going to use fitness as a platform just because it's what I do day in and day out. But when you come to a place where the doctor that you go to yearly says your blood pressure is so high, it's either you live right or you die. Your actions become different. Right. You you look at eating healthy a little bit different. You look at it exercising a little bit differently because it's either you live or you don't. And I think that's the, the key component that I utilize, not just in fitness, but just in life in general. When I come up to something that may be difficult is either me or them. Right. If you can take that type of demeanor when it comes to your fear, I believe it can help you find success in a way that you cannot even imagine. Right public speaking is either I'm going to pass this test or I'm going to remain in the same grade. So, of course, you're going to get out that seat eventually and stand up. But if you don't get out your seat and stand up and speak, then you're going to remain in the same place 
over and over. And we know what that creates. It creates anxiety. And it, 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 it creates depression. And, you know, so many things that, are, that, that can be created because we don't move forward. And it's not healthy for us. So, number two, man, I just want to really encourage you to take that, take that macho man, marine type mindset. It's either you or it's either me. Again, I'm going to continue to be terrified by snakes until I come to a moment where it's either me or it's that snake. And, like, again, if my boys was in that garage and that snake was coming, come on, y'all. I'm not going to jump over my boys and say, save yourself. Save yourself, Christopher. Come on, Caleb, run. Of course not. Like, that snake going to have to take me out before it gets to my boys. And I'm not saying it can't. But I'm saying I won't be that fearful of it. I'm not going to be that terrified of it where I'm going to run away from it. But that's how our dreams, that's how our, our desires are. We continue to run away from it until we get to a place where it's either the, either the result or not. Either it's the snake or the, or the kids. So imagine, again, whatever you want, you have to take that approach. It's either me or not. Point number three. The last one, and then we're out of here. Used the snake just a while ago as an example, but I think the point is really simple, and um, I'm gonna say it how I feel it. If you don't fight that bully, that bully is always gonna bully you. Think about it. I don't know if you was the bully or if you've ever been bullied. But I know y'all see Chris now. You see Mean Green now, but Mean Green wasn't always, <laughs> didn't always have the statue that I have now, right? I remember having a, a bully, man. I don't, I don't know if you ever come across this this uh, podcast, but it was a guy named Leo Bagley, third grade. We ended up becoming friends later on, right? But Leo was twice my size. He was a foot taller than me, I want to say. He had the strength. I remember playing dodgeball. It seemed like when that ball was thrown and hit the back wall of the gym, he would dent the wall. Like, I remember, like, being in line, and he would always cut me, and I wouldn't say nothing, or he would shove me or just knock my books down on the ground. And and as much as I didn't like it, he, he bullied me, and I was terrified of him. You know, I had a fear of Leo Bagley. And then one day, Leo made the mistake. There's one thing you don't do. You can say some stuff to me. You can do some stuff to me. But you cannot say certain things or do stuff to me in front of certain people. And I remember this girl. I I was standing in line, in the lunch line. I got a dollar and 10 cents every day. He punked me a couple times for my lunch money. This time, he tried to punk me in front of this girl. And... Come on, y'all. Y'all have heard stories of me being young and the way I like women or little girls at that age that I was at. I remember the girl. I'm not going to say her name because she's on Facebook and I don't want to blow her head up. But Leo tried to punk me for my dollar and ten cents in front of her. He reached out and grabbed my arm by the elbow and then his other arm by my wrist and tried to shake my dollar. 10 cents like at that moment i know y'all all probably thinking a dollar bill and a dime but i probably had all type of nickels and dimes and quarters to be my dollar and 10 cents 
and I remember him shaking my hand, and he kept shaking it, and he shook it to a point where the my hands became uh, um, open, and, and my coins began to hit the ground, and as my coins began to hit the ground, I became so frustrated and so furious at the same time, tears began to come out of my eyes and I remember him shaking my arm and then once all my change released he then dropped down and laughed but what he didn't know is that the other hand that he didn't have held it was already balled up in a fist I sling back my elbow with my other hand and as I struck my fist I direct hit him right in the nose and Leo fell to the ground and he began to cry and he cried in a way that I didn't even know Big old Leo Bagley could cry that way. And what I'm getting to is that's the way we got to be with our fears. We have to get to a point where we fight our fears. I think if we don't realize, if you don't fight that bully, that bully will always bully you. I don't know who's dealing with what. Some of us are dealing with um, rejection. Some of us are uh, dealing with failure. Some of us are dealing with things that... That potentially you, 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 you may want to overcome, but you keep allowing the same reoccurring thing to take over your life, to take control over your dreams, to, to, to literally run you out of the situation. I, wanna, I want you to stand today, man, and, and, and even though one hand may be occupied, that means the other hand is open to do what it needs to do. So as he shook my hand and, and he was taking what I thought was so valuable, my other hand was getting ready and it was prepared to knock that bully out. Look, man, I noticed one thing about bullies and it gave me the confidence anytime another bully came in my life that I was going to fight him from the beginning because as long as I ran from a bully, there was always a bully, right? And look, if you're dealing with forgiveness, man, I need you to fight that. Because once you can have a sense of release, of forgiving who you need to forgive, a sense of, I believe, peace come across you, right? Like some of us are, are, are running away from having a healthy lifestyle. I believe when you fight that monster and you defeat it and you actually gain a healthy lifestyle and have a regiment that you love to do, then a sense of peace and joy come across you, right? So who deals with what? I don't know. But I know if you're dealing with some type of thing that's bullying you or or running your life or your mindset or your surrounding, you're going to continue to be bullied as long as you allow that bully to be there. So I need you to knock that bully out, man. Today, man, I just really wanted to be specific and talk to you about those three different points. Um, I'm really big on fear. I believe it's an acronym that I like to use, false evidence appearing real. Fear is not actually real. It's just an illusion. It's just a thought. And it may not ever even come to pass. Now, remember, danger is for real. Like a hot stove, that's dangerous. But a thought, an illusion, it's just a thought and an illusion. It's up to us to overcome that. And I believe if you overcome that, literally your dreams can become your reality. So remember, yeah, we all have fears. Think about it. If you think of your deepest fear, we probably all can write an essay on it, right? But the question to that is, does your biggest or deepest fear, does it deserve to own you? Public speaking, it, the fear of public speaking does not deserve to own Chris Green. And because Chris Green 
was able to stand up and not allow that fear to control his life, it ended up opening up a uh, a platform. It opened up something that he never even imagined, right? Who, at that age, I never thought I would speak in front of groups of people every single day in the way that I speak, in the way that I carry myself. It was gonna be the thing that changed lives. So again, point number one, if I would have never overcame my fear, I would have never stepped into the shoes that I'm in now. I want you to now imagine where would you be if that fear didn't exist? Put that fear in that balloon, allow it to float away and not to be around with the thing that you you truly desire. And I believe if it's not around, you can do some amazing things. Again, what is your deepest fear and why I don't deserve you? You have to have the mentality of point number two is either you or me. Right. Like it's either that snake or my kids. Right. It's either a healthy lifestyle or diabetes. Right. I really believe that the anatomy of the trees, it's a beautiful thing. If you look at the way that every day that a tree lives, it grows. But the day a tree stops growing is the day that a tree starts dying. And we got to have that approach when it comes to our fears. Like, I get it. We all have different upbringings. We all have experienced seeing different things. But as long as you have that mentality where where it's either my fear or my peace, when, you, when, you, when you're that desperate, then you'll make the appropriate decision, right? When you're that desperate, when you say it's either my fear or my joy, it's either my fear or my family. When it comes to that one-on-one, macho, macho, either you or me, that war-type mentality, it puts you in a uh, position to make a better decision. So don't, I'm, I'm, I'm asking, I'm pleading, don't just allow yourself to get to a place of desperation where your back is against the wall and there's no other choice. Overcome that fear now. Don't let it get that deep. And if it is, it's time to break it. I believe that every giant story is better when the giant slayed, right? Jack and the Beanstalk, we wouldn't talk about that story if it didn't go the way it went. Uh, whether you believe in Christianity or not, you've probably heard of David and Goliath, but you would have never heard of David of Goliath if he didn't slay Goliath, right? Goliath, however you pronounce it. But, um, yeah, man, every giant story sounds better when the giant is defeated. All right. And number three, what is your deepest fear and why your fear doesn't deserve you? If you go into three, remember, if you don't fight that bully, that bully will always bully you. Think of the story with my boy Leo Bagley. Like, if I didn't stand up and and, and, and strike him, I would have continued to be bullied beyond that day. But because I I stood up and I fought back, man, most importantly, I fought back. It was day after day, week after week, month after month, school year after school year. I would not fight back until it was that one moment, that one time, that one opportunity where I was so fed up, he wasn't going to do that anymore. And I believe if we can take that approach, we will conquer fears. So I gave you three points today that will help you overcome a fear or your deepest fear. But also I want you to know that your fear does not own you and it does not deserve you, man. Um, That's going to be my time today. I hope you enjoyed uh, the show. Um, 
very, very close to my heart when I talk about fear, just because I deal with so many people that deal with fears. And man, fear is just, it, it, you're not a puppet to fear. Fear does not control you. It, it does not make you operate certain ways. It does not make your decisions for you. Fear is just an illusion or a thought, and it may not ever become a reality. So we cannot operate off of fear. And if you can, if you can operate without fear, you can genuinely create the relationships you want, the body you want, the career you want, the experiences you want, and it's fulfilling. Take my word for it. Other than that, man, I'm out of here. Next week, we have a great show lined up. Um, for those that are part of the Mean Green family, I'm bringing a guest named Jared onto the podcast. We're going to talk a We're going to have a very, it's going to be a fun podcast is all I'm going to say. Uh, Jared, Jared B will be on the podcast for next week. So looking forward to connecting with you all again. I appreciate your time. I uh, love you guys. A couple of days to kind of mark. If you haven't already, I believe it's 30 tickets out of 150 that's left. February 21st, that Friday, we're going to have the uh, the Green Gala Presents Casino Night. It is going down. 1111 Studio Wood. Uh, that's in the Heights area. It's a, coming up to the seventh floor. Once the elevator door opens up, you're going to see all the casino stuff. Uh, basically, everybody's going to get... I believe it's three thousand dollars worth of chips when you enter the room. Um, every thousand, every thousand dollars of chips. Am I saying that right? Every thousand dollars that you have in chips, you would get a raffle ticket for it. At the end of the night, you would turn all your uh, raffles in, and um, we would draw prizes. There will be three main prizes there. They're not. You know, prizes that you would get out of the dollar store. There would be very nice prizes. But that's going to be the concept. We have DJ uh, Chris Hopkins coming from 97.9. He'll be on the ones and twos. We'll have a cash bar uh, dress uh, cocktail attire. So our guys will be wearing probably, you know, some blazer jackets, you know, being nice and smooth. Got the edge up and the beers trimmed up. Our ladies being cocktail attire. So I know you guys are going to kill the game. But uh, gonna have a lot of fun. But again, that's February 21st. Tickets are only 25 bucks, so make sure you get it if you haven't already. February 29th is our rescheduled clean and jerk workshop. Unfortunately, Charlie and I somehow, some way, we both got sick on the same Saturday this past weekend, so we had to reschedule it. So we will be doing our clean and jerk workshop February 21st. That's for 15 bucks. If you haven't got your ticket, go ahead and get it. Or maybe you wasn't able to go to the past date because of the day it was, but now you can go to this one. So make sure you uh, tune in and get that done. Other than that, I love you guys. If you have any any um, feedback from this podcast, contact me, man. DM me in, in Instagram. That's at the real underscore mean green or my Facebook page is mean green. Other than that, don't just be a hero of these words, but be a doer. Remember to believe, achieve, and receive, and of course, let's go!